Love Talk Radio. <laughs> I go into the bathroom um, and after washing my face with cold water, right, you know, cups of cold water, I'm like totally woken up, right, you know, like, ah. So then I go take a shower. And when I take the shower, man, you know, I put on the cold water. I don't turn on the, the warm water, the hot water or anything. I just cold water. So I step, the, the, the shower is going, you know, and, and so I'm taking my little toes and I step into the tub, man, you know, like, ah! My toes, right? It's my foot bottom. It's like, ah! It's waking up, right? And now it hits my, my, my foot and then my leg, and I'm just going, and I'm, like, crawling into this cold water, right? <laughs> I put my arm in there, like real slow. But what you should do is actually just jump into it, you know, just jump right into the shower and, you know, <laughs> get cold with that. But the bottom line is the water is cold, and the, the longer it runs, the colder it's getting. So I'm, like, turning everything, you know. And um, I wash my head at different times, you know, it's just too much. That's a, that's a oh, gosh, that's a different story. The hair, forget that. So I, I wash, you know turn my body all the way around, and I'm, you know, getting the cold on this side, you know, doing my left side, and, you know, getting all the cold all from my, the neck and my face, neck, all the way down. And now it's so amazing. All of a sudden, my body feels okay in this cold water. It's like, wow. It's like, um, I don't know, people who know how to swim, you know, you go, you know, you jump off the diving thing and go, plummet down into this water and it's like frigid and it's like, you know, it wakes you up. It's just the greatest thing of, of uh, uh, adrenaline rush, you know, <laughs> and that, that stimulates the entire body, that the body just wakes up. You're sure to get younger looking. I'm telling you, you're sure to feel alive because that coldness wakes you up. It wakes up everything. The body's like, what is she doing? <laughs> I, so, okay, so now what I do is once I, you know, um, you know, after the coldness, I, I then start the little warm water, but I really don't need it because my body is now like it's literally adjusted to the cold. So to stay longer in the shower, I turn on a little bit of warm water to, you know, the hot water to make it warm, and I, you know, bubble up, and I scrub, and I exfoliate, and everything. I do that, you know. So exfoliating the dead skin that is um, is dead now because, remember, I, I shared with you over and over, 25 million cells leave your body every day. So it has to go. It goes off your skin. And you get rid of all that dead skin, you know, so you exfoliate, you know, you know, scrubbies and so you don't want to hurt your skin. You got to be very, 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 very respectful of your skin because it's the greatest organ ever, outside of your hair. You know, your hair is just so beautiful. It's your crown and all of that. But you got to really just be gentle with your skin. Just baby it, man. So, and you baby your skin, it's gonna baby you. You know, and uh, so <clears throat> let me manage you with that cold water. <laughs> anyway. Um, then what I do, and I already just rubbed up the, the vitamin E, uh, I, when I dry off, you know, and pat myself down and stuff, I got 
and the towel that also is a towel that exfoliates too. You know, you should get that. It's a little bit more expensive. You know, uh, you know, you have to buy it at more high end stores. But it, it's a towel that has kind of like a it's like has more of a exfoliation um, process. It's a little bit thicker and you know, so it helps when you dry and it's exfoliating all the dead skin off of your entire body. So anyway, now we're at vitamin E. And this this is the reason why this is curled up is because the the um some oil must have gotten when I opened one and so it's kind of so anyway, um so we're just gonna take this little um vitamin E uh, gel and I bought this you know, you can get it at any store, um health store and buy it online, you know. Um but I use the vitamin E that's four hundred I um UI. Um, I'm sorry, I U I U U I. It's a measurement. So um, the, to me, it's like the more I could use a thousand, you know, I U, uh, but it doesn't matter. I get mine, like uh, I buy it. Okay, so anyway, I take the vitamin E and I buy it for my and to buy it to use it on my skin, right? Um, Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Before the vitamin E, I put my aloe. I put my aloe. Let's do the aloe. Let me see. I got a little aloe here. I do the aloe. I put the aloe. I'll do it on this side. I put the aloe first. I leave the aloe on, and the aloe exfoliates dead skin cells too, right? Um, so that will help your skin. So you put the cold water, then you put the aloe. Right, and the aloe, if you notice, is always cold. And, you know, Doctor. Well, this product, I won't say the name. I'm not sponsored by anybody, by the way, except God and His Word. The Word of God is the sponsor. Um, so with the the foot, even a foot powder or foot spray, you know, it's really, really cold. You spray it on your foot bottom, it just like wakes you up, right? And anything you do to your hands. And your foot bottom is like the entire map of your body. It's going to heal that area. So anyway, I took the 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 um, the oil, the um, vitamin E, and now I literally put it all over my face. So the aloe and vitamin E doesn't matter. Or vitamin E always do your throat. You know, you want younger looking throat and wrinkles gone and all this other stuff. You got to baby your throat. You know, you got to. Upward strokes, strokes, outward strokes, downward strokes, 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 down, up, 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 round your lips. Okay. And you can see that I I have um lip lipstick on, so I still would put the 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 product even over my lipstick, or I take the lipstick off and put it on my actual lips. You don't put the vitamin E into the eye area because your eye area that skin. And the eye is totally different. So you have to use a different serum, a different type of a cream for your eye area. That skin is really sensitive. So you don't want to, so you always do like a circle around the eyes when you're um, applying stuff to your face. Your skin on your face is really tough. It's harder. It's stronger. But when I noticed like when I was treating my mom and taking care of her, the when she got to 90, 95 and stuff when I put the uh, vitamin E on her skin, she 
really turned fully red, right? So it was kind of like it burned. It was burning the skin. So I stopped. I stopped putting it on her face directly. Uh, you got to, you know, so the skin as you get older becomes more like a baby skin, and it's softer and more supple, and you have to be more careful with the skin. But um, as you're, I say, 90 down or 85 down to zero, not baby, maybe uh, babies four, I say four years old. The baby skin is so it's still forming and developing and stuff. You don't want to put anything on the skin. You gotta be very careful with that. you got mineral oil, baby oil, stuff like that. But that's what I do with vitamin E. Then I, I would take another one and I would literally like put it in my mouth and I'd take the vitamin E, Arnold E. So that's vitamin E. So like I said, I, in the morning all my supplements A through 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 Z zinc, um, twenty eight minerals makes up our body supplements uh, vitamins. So if you take vitamins, you're just helping your body that you know needs it. When you get older, your 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 body don't produce the stuff that it used to produce when you were younger. You know, it just it just you get dehydrated. That's why you have to always hydrate with water. I don't know, lots of water to help your system flow. And I talked about it. Water is the greatest healer. I talked about that in, in, in part one and how to remove mold from your body. But I forgot to mention the the um, uh, garlic. There were so many other things. I talked about the banana and stuff like that. But um, with with garlic, you have to be very, very careful because it's very, very powerful. And that's what I wanted to share. But before I continue, I want to go into prayer. And um, I just want to welcome everyone that has tuned into my broadcast. I really thank you guys for your support. You guys are the bomb. You are the greatest since life bread. You know, God created you, and you're so divine and, and fine, and you fine as wine. And uh, you're awesome to me. You know, I love you guys. I love you because you love me. Um, why I know you love me? I don't know, you keep watching, you know, and, and doing. You actually are doing what I'm talking about, which is the Word of God. Now, I'm going to talk about the scripture today, and it's kind of devastating. It's like the family of Dan, Dan, the tribe of Dan. And we, it's kind of like, it's interesting how God allowed me to read that and how they took over someone else's land, you know, and they, they still own and possess that land even today, but it was just so interesting how they went about doing it. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that. All right, so um, let's begin with prayer. Um, and I, I pray that the Holy Spirit will um, allow me to go deeper into, you know, talking about your skin, you know. Removing mold is you know, it's something that's on the skin that somebody doesn't want, right? So and you can do it uh, naturally, natural natural herbal remedies by the Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams of Masi, the Book of Love is what my book is called. <clears throat> but if you email me um, or if you become one of my overseers, I'll give you five pages of what it is that you want to talk about, what you want to deal with, because everybody's body is different. You know, everybody's dealing with a different issue in life. So five pages. No, let's just make it one page. Let's go to one page. <laughs> my ebook. Because <clears throat> I just 
still don't know how much to sell the book for. Maybe $7. I don't know. Father God, we thank you for this day. And thank you, Father, for waking me up this morning and clothing me in my right mind with all the activities of my limbs. I thank you, Father God, for your people around the world, everywhere. We we thank you, Father, for them and all that they're going through. Lord God, we, we pray for this entire world, the globe. Lord God, a global community. Um, your word said in John 3.16 that you love us so much. For God so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, shall have everlasting life. Well, I pray, Lord God, for the United States of America, um, every um, state, two states, um, and all the governments and government bodies, government officials, and all those that run this great nation, I consider a great nation. Thank you, Lord God, for freedom, <clears throat> freedom to be, Lord God, I, I, you know, freedom to act, freedom to petition something you don't want, or, you know, free, freedom to make changes um, and to empower the people to do what it is that they want to do righteously. I thank you, Father. I pray, Lord God, for all those people that are going through the um, smoke, uh, you know, the, the fire that was burning in Canada, that I understand the forest fires, and uh, it's uh, coming into America, Lord God. I pray for those people that have been experiencing them, uh, the, the smoke hill in, in the nations. I, I pray, Father, for clean air. I pray, Lord God, that you help us, Lord God, today. Bless this broadcast as we move forward. Uh, Holy Spirit, I ask that you come in to help the rule, super rule, and help me to speak God's word that the people that will hear the word of God will be able to understand. And it will be healing to their soul, to their mind, their body, their spirit. I pray those that don't know you, Lord God, I pray for them that one day, one day, they'll come to know you for themselves, Lord God. Pray what they're going through. I pray, Lord God, for this young lady that I met on the street um, the other day. Um, she was um, selling um, some things to raise money. She and her group, her name was Rebecca, and um, she was she wanted uh, to, to the, the people of silence their mind. They're going. She was going through a lot. They just lost a friend, and um, they they uh, committed suicide. We pray for those people who see that there's no other way except to kill themselves. We pray that someone will find them before that happens because there's no repentance of that. You will not forgive that sin because you send your word, thou shalt not kill. <clears throat> oh, God, we pray for them, Lord God. Our young people are the millennials and those that are coming behind them. We thank you, Father, for the new birth new children, new babies that are being born this year and have been born even today. We thank you so much, Father. And bless this broadcast, I pray. Bless each and every family in America, all their kinsmen, kinswomen. We pray, Lord God, for just the children of America and, and all those that are living in America, <clears throat> all the different cultures and traditions and religious uh, ideals and uh, the, the people that are 
brilliance, the educators, um, and those that are lay people, um, uneducated individuals, we pray for everyone that makes up this great country, Father. We pray for those that don't have a place to call their own. Um, they're homeless from one situation or another, uh, whether it be drug-related or not, uh, or they choose that not to stay in the institution of a regular home, apartment, or condo, or you know, even a tent. They just want to live outside. We pray for them, Lord God. We thank you, Father, Lord God, for finance. Everyone that is dealing with financial situations in crisis, we pray, Lord God, for them. They don't know how they're going to make their rent payment. They don't know how, Lord God, that they're going to even find money to buy a loaf of bread. They don't know how they're going to feed their children today. Oh, God, they just don't have it and don't have any help or reprieve from anywhere. The government, they've tapped out every sources and resources of the government, and they've tapped out all the churches, uh, but they don't can't ask anymore for help from anyone financially, and there's no one to give them them right now, Father. Lord God, we thank you, Father, for the healing of this nation. We thank you, Father. Come now, Holy Spirit, hear and bless this broadcast, I pray. Bless each family, each member. And I'm going to say now, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. May he give you peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding as we keep our minds and our hearts stayed on him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay. All right. So we, we ran over the the shower, the cold shower, uh, the aloe, and we went into the vitamin E. And we talked about the exfoliation of the skin. Um, when you put the aloe on, it's just, you know, after about 15 minutes, it dries up and you literally can peel, you know, like a mask. You peel that mask off, you know, or, you know, it's just going about your business. I personally, I just put my makeup on and just keep on going. So I don't use makeup. Once in a while I do. But I'll put my little um, lip gloss on or my lipstick. Here's some lipstick. Put that on. And that's my makeup for today. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, I go deeper and I do put the eyeshadows and the eyelashes and, you know, do all that. But it, my life is so busy, it's constant. Um, so I don't do um it's just, it's time consuming to put makeup on, you know, so I don't do it that often. <clears throat> now, um, so let's read the scripture. Um, it was very um impressive to me this morning as I read the word of God about a family that they did not receive an inheritance, so they decided to take something that was not theirs, really. And we're going to find out. Um, really, in this particular scripture, you don't see really why it happened. Okay. Now, I'm looking to, this is Joshua 18, it's a bit 
different um, subjects. I think I'm looking at Kings chapter 18. Let's see. Let's see. Either first kings or second kings. I didn't make it so where it was coming from. I just read it and I just thought I'd read it again. Um, so I can't go first. I don't know. I can't find it. It's just amazing. It's like something about the book of Dan, and now I can't find it. So I'm just going to read something else. All right. First uh, Kings chapter 18. First Kings uh, chapter 18 from the King James um, Bible, the Holy Bible. Now, you know, um, I saw the newspaper that that, um, I read all the time, as you know, um, there's so many things that's going on, and I think the people of God have to be vigilant and read current events as to what's going on. There was somebody that petitioned to take the Bible out of their school um, in a state in the Midwest somewhere. Um, and it's kind of interesting because they already took Bible out of school. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. It's kind of strange that another, a woman don't want the Bible in her school or something. Um, but that that was done. And, and when that woman did that, it looked, it just as devastated America. You know, the children have gone wild because nobody can discipline them. The Word of God was a place of, you know, like a structure, rules and regulations on what to do, what not to do. Not, you know, but anyway, it, it was there. I saw that, um, you know, like, oh, that's the prayer. Oh, that was prayer out of school. Okay. Now she wants to take the Bible out of school. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. But, um, the Word of God from the Holy Bible says, King James Version, it says, um, chapter 18, and it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a store famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now, Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. And verse 4 says, For it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid. Okay. Station identification. Let me 
do some music here. I got to do something real quick. All right, here we go. Go to music. Go to music. Go to studio. Turn off the music. I hope you'll be able to hear it. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. Blog Talk Radio. This is Jeff Major singing his song. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd.
Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and we have we have our pastor on the phone this morning, Chief Apostle Dr. Mary Frances Osborne, and she will lead us in prayer. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Apostle Mercer. Praise God and God bless your ministry. Praise God and just thanking God for another day, another Sunday that God has allowed you and I and everybody. Praise God, Amen. To be in the land of the living. Hallelujah! We are so grateful. We are so thankful because when we woke up this morning, we didn't have no doubt. And God, we come today with the spirit of repentance. Ask your God to forgive us for all of our sins. In the precious name of Jesus, that it don't stand before us in the day of judgment. Lord, you said in your word, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit has to say. Let the people of God hear what's coming through this woman of God today. A great woman in God. A woman that God has called and appointed to do this work. We ask your God to bless the radio listeners. In the name of Jesus. Oh God, hallelujah. We want your spirit to move this morning. In the name of Jesus. Get us out of self uh, and let the Holy Ghost move. Uh, we thank you, God. Uh, amen, amen. Uh, for everybody all over the world, uh, good God Almighty, uh, we thank you uh, for Archbishop this morning uh, that made a way uh, for us to be on radio. Uh, we ask God to bless her uh, and bless her family, uh, bless her surroundings uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, then, oh God, uh, I feel led to pray, uh, not just uh, hallelujah uh, for a partial, uh, but there's a special prayer. Uh, somebody said, well, look like she praying. Uh, everything is about a partial mercy, but no, no, no. Uh, it's all about God this morning. Uh, it's for God to take her up. Uh, good God Almighty this morning uh, with the word of God. Uh, Anoint a glory to God from all high. Let her speak what's up there, the Lord. Whatever she's been through, God. We got to put on the devil's neck. No weapon, no weapon formed against her and shall prosper. Bless her family, oh God. Bless her family one by one. You know all about in this morning. Calling on your holy and righteous name. We speak to that demon um, that try to come up against her. Mm. We speak to that demon, uh, that adversary, uh, good God Almighty. But we want the devil to know, uh, amen, uh, she's called and qualified uh, from the Holy Ghost. Uh, move your hand this morning uh, all over the world uh, and the people of God uh, on this broadcast. Uh, 
Let them know uh, that you love them, God, uh, and that you care. Uh, but, God, you're looking for sanctified folks. Uh, you're looking for people that's living right. Uh, good God Almighty. I call uh, heaven down this morning uh, to that fornicator, uh, to that adulteress, uh, to that liar, uh, to that one God uh, that don't, <laughs> God, that think you don't see them. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, to that alcoholic, to that prostitute, to that backslider. It's time now to live for God. It's time to do what God called us to do. Good God Almighty, yeah, all that sin comes short of the glory. We know what the word says, but we don't keep dwelling on that. Because them that know to do good and don't do, going to be whipped with a many strikes. I want you, God, to move this morning on that backslider, that backslider from your God. Talk to the mind. Talk to the hearts in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you know all about this world. You know all about the president and first lady, the good God Almighty. You know all about them. You know all about them. Uh-huh. Biden, vice president and her husband. Keep them covered in your blood. Watch over them. Protect them, Lord, because we're in their hands, too. Lord, no weapon formed against them. Shall prosper. Then we want you to journey in every state, every country, everywhere, Lord, that the enemy done raise his head up. We bind him up this morning. We bind them up this morning. The bullets going around, killing people, destroying babies, destroying adults. We bind that devil up, that murder spirit, in the name of In the name of Jesus, move your hand this morning, God. You know how to do it, Lord. All in the school, schools, Lord. Young people shooting people. Old people shooting people. Killing them with knives. God, you're not in that. But we want you to move this morning. And remember every ministry, God. Bless this morning. Keep us, Lord. And we shall be kept. Hold us into your arms, God. Don't let us go. Because we want to do right. We trying to do right. I hear the devil saying, "Uh uh-huh. They think they're better. No, but we trying to do better. We trying to live the word of God. Because in the word of God, there's a hiding place. Yeah, Lord, move your hand today. Move right now. Hey, Kobo. Get all in the hot spinner, all in the nursing home. There'll be a shaking going on. Get them out to sick beds. Let them have a testimony. Bless the doctors and the nurses. Good God Almighty, we rebuke the spirit of corona in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we thank you for our early rising this morning, seeing another day that we never seen before. We love you, God, and we thank you. We bless you, Lord. 
for this radio ministry with a great woman named Apostle Margie. Mercy God. W. Elijah. She is somebody. She's a child of God. She's a prophet. She's a pastor. She's a pastor. She's in the fivefold ministry. And God, we thank you that you see good in her, that you would bless her, that she would be one of your chosen ones. In Jesus' name, keep all in your vessel. Keep your little light trimmed and burning. Be ready when the bridegroom comes. God bless you all today, and you have a blessed day. Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, Chief Apostle. Have God bless nice you, Apostle. Thank you. You God too. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Stop for just a moment. We talked about one sound. Everybody say one sound. There is a kingdom sound. There is a kingdom sound. Everybody say that. There is a kingdom sound. Say it again. There is a kingdom sound. And I want you to understand this, that there is always a sound that precedes a move of God. Everybody say that there's always a sound that precedes the move of God. Whenever you will find deliverance, wherever you will find healing, wherever you find a move of God, it is always associated with a sound. I want us to take just maybe 30 seconds, and we're going we're gonna to sing this song. We're going to raise it as an offering to the Lord. But I want us to take about maybe just 30 seconds, if you will. Brother, I just want you to minister on that, on that guitar. I want you to raise your hands in His presence, and let's just worship God all over this room. Come on, everybody, let's worship God all over this room.
to the Five-Fold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and we plan to go into the inner courts and praise God. That's it. God said, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. God bless you. Come on and let's worship the Lord. Amen? Amen.
God is seated in majesty. Good morning to you. Good morning. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and God bless you. Each week we come on from 8.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to write us, our P.O. Box is 9786 Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, that's 5 Ministries. You can tune us, and um, if if um, Dr. Seabury comes in, that'd be great. I'll have her speak as well. So it says, "Step past it after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth." So basically, what they're saying is. God is speaking to Elijah, the prophet or priest of that day, uh, the leader, um, one that basically follows the word of God and and listens to God and listens to his voice. And he had the power and the authority to go to the king of that day. Uh, The king of that day, his name was Ahab, uh, the nation. And God is saying here that this is three years that this nation's famine. They did not have ways or means or anything. The whole nation was covered with this famine and pestilence. So now God is speaking to Elijah the prophet to say, go now and show yourself to Ahab the king, because God had hidden the prophet from uh, Ahab and his wife named Jezebel. If you know the story, um, so three years God hid this man, but now God is saying, get up uh, and go to speak to the king of that nation. God now said, and I will send rain upon the earth. So after he speaks the word of God, then God promised your ring on the earth. Okay, verse 2, First Kings chapter 18, verse 2, says that, And Elijah went, and he showed himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Elijah called on Obadiah, um, which was the governor of Ahab's house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord. And we were just talking about how somebody has petitioned to remove the Bible from schools. So that's in modern day uh, a Jezebel, you know, that would want to cut off the prophets of God, want to cut off God's word. So whatever happened back then happens today. There's no new thing under the sun. History repeats itself. It's, it's you know, it's, it's this, this is, this is, we've been there, done that, okay? So Jezebel, verse 4, had cut off the prophets of the Lord that um, Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them 
um, by 50 in a cave them with bread and water. So the, you know, I remember when I was overseas in, in, in Korea and, and different countries, uh, they were the people that read the word of God, the, the scripture, the Christian book, um, they were in hiding. You know, I literally have to go some places. Um, they weren't allowed to carry a Bible, so I went into an underground um, service, you know, went into a, a store front, and after the store front behind that, going deep into a tunnel, then there was a whole bunch of people having church, you know. Um, it happened when I went to other countries as well, you know, overseas. You know, the people that were about Jesus Christ had to hide. So this is what Obadiah, which basically a man that feared God, that worked in the government of, of um, that nation. And there are a lot of people in government, they fear God, and they'll do God's word. They'll do the right thing, but they do it in secret so that they don't get, you know, executed <laughs> as well. So Obadiah would, would go and feed the prophets and, 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 and hide them from Jezebel. Okay, verse 5 says, uh, Ahab said unto Obadiah, Go into the land unto all the fountains of water and unto all the brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and the mules alive. So here's this king worried about his, his, his wealth. He's worried about, he's not worried about the people, okay? <laughs> he wants grass to save the, the mules, the, the horses, right? The, the, the thing that brings him uh, income, the economy, you know? They weren't worried about the people. He wasn't worried about the, the prophets, the word of God going forward. Now, Ahab, believe it or not, was a priest but he decided not to do what he was called to do, what he was raised to do. He decided, no, I just want to be in this kingship stuff. I'm just going to be about the Benjamins. And there are a lot of people, even in America, like that. You're raised to know God's word, but you found out the world system, and you decide to go with that because it's, like, more affluent. You got, you know, you got certain level of people, the one percenters, the two percenters, three percenters, and you're just about that. It's all sports, your yachts, and all of that stuff. You know, you have a certain lifestyle. That you, but you know the word of God. You live in, in the king's house. That's where Obadiah lives. He lives right there. You know, kind of like somebody living in the White House who knows the word of God, but refused to let everybody know that they know God's word. Okay, but they would do things to protect the priest, okay? So this is what we're having. So verse 6 says, um, again, for those who just tuned into the broadcast, it's, um, I'm on uh, First Kings chapter 18, verse 6. It says, so they divided the, the land between them, and they passed through. Um, Ahab went out to this side, and Obadiah went out to the other side. So one went to the north and one went to the south, for example. So Ahab went one way by himself, and Obadiah went another way by himself. Verse 7, and Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him. And so you remember God sent Elijah back into the kingdom. 
You see, there's, you know, God allowed Elijah to be removed because he was in a place of power and authority, right, at, at that level. He was a part of the system, but because he spoke God's word so fiercely, people do not like the truth. They will actually remove that person that really just loved God so much. Yeah, they talk about God all the time. They pray all the time. It literally moved them, right? And um, so this is what happens to Elijah, kind of like some of you in government. You've been removed from your position of authority to because they don't want to hear that stuff, right? Now God, in his time, he said he will do it. He'll hasten it in his time. He will send you back into the same kingdom that you were um, in government and in authority. It's like Moses. Moses was raised in Pharaoh's household as a child. He didn't know he was he didn't know he was of the you know priesthood or none of that. You know, Moses even killed somebody for those people that were enslaved, right? He was a murderer. But God chose him to speak God's word and he knew the language of the Egyptians. Understand? So there's no new thing on this side. Same thing with Elijah. He knew the language of that culture. He knew the culture, the tradition. So as they're going down the road, so Obadiah is going, uh, God did not let the other priests, Ahab, the king, go in the same direction. He allowed him to go to the north. But God allowed Elijah to meet the guy that's rolling and down the south. And they met on the way. Okay? So. Verse 7 said, and as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him, and he knew him, and he fell on his face, because he knows he's a priest. He knows he's a man of God. He knows really that this guy is, 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 is God's authority, God's oracle. So he fell on his face. He started worshiping him. Now, you're not supposed to do that. The only person you're supposed to bow down to is God himself, not to a man or to a woman or to anything from heaven or, you know, no. But he did. He fell down, and my Lord Elijah, and Elijah said, and he answered, I am. Go, tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. <laughs> Elijah was fierce, man. Elijah was like, he was one of those generals, man. I really, really love Elijah, how he spoke with authority throughout his whole life. And he didn't um, have any apologies. Okay. Um, now, verse 9, he says, And he said, What have I sinned that thou would deliver thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? Right? So Obadiah is, is asking, Elijah, wait a minute. You're asking me to go back and tell Ahab that you're back and, and we've been searching for you for these past years and we couldn't find you and you're now in town, so you, you try to kill me. You're trying to set me up. What did they do wrong, right? You know, as Obadiah's mind, I have served God by hiding the priests. I've fed them all these years. I've kept them away from Jezebel that would, if she found them, that she would have killed them and stuff like that. So, you know, Elijah now says to him, verse 10, as the Lord thy God lives, there is no nation or kingdom whether my Lord has not sent to seek thee. 
um, I just said that. They were looking for Elijah. And when they said he is not here, he's not there, uh, he took an oath of the kingdom and the nation that they found be not. So that's what he was telling Elijah. Everyone went out looking. See, when God hides his priests, he'll hide you and you're in plain sight. (laughs) You know, the military has something like that, you know. This happened in plain sight. You're right there. But God will hide you so you're not seen by man. It's just amazing. Like Jesus Christ would go in and out of the crowd, and they wouldn't even see him. It's like a supernatural thing. You know, literally, he was flesh and blood, but he was able to move in, in, in by spirit, and they can't see him as he moves right next, looking right at their face. They can't see him. God has a way of hiding his, his priest. And, 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 and that happens even to, the, to this day. A priest is a very sensitive person to the spirit realm, the spirit world. It's, it's, they're different. They really are. So they could not find Elijah. And Obadiah saying we tried, and they made a vow to the king that they could not find him. So verse 11 says, and now thou say to me, go and tell the Lord that Elijah is here. You know, now you, I can see you. I, you know, I know, I, you know. So it's like, what? <laughs> so verse 12 says, and it came to pass, as soon as I am gone from thee, that the spirit of the Lord be away. I know it, and I know not where. And so when I come and tell Ahab that he cometh and he cannot find thee, he will slay me, but I, thy servant, fear the Lord from my youth. Was it not told, my Lord? What I did when Jezebel slew all the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a, a hundred men of the Lord, Lord's prophets by fifty in caves, and and I fed them and with bread and water. So he's he's given uh, Elijah again justification as to why he should not go to the the king to tell him anything. He's trying to not do his job. When God tells you to do something, you need to just do it. You need not need to back and forth and negotiate. When a man of God or woman of God says to you to do something, you need to do it. If you're a child of God, you know God's word. You need to do it. You need to stop what you're doing, no matter what it may cost you. It may cost you your job. Yes, it will, because when you're talking about God's stuff, you, you're not playing the same ball game. And when you, you're not in the one percenter and two percenter type type of a person, but God has allowed you and elevated you to be in that position for such a time as this, as Queen Esther had, was told by her uncle Mordecai. God will raise you up for his divine purpose only, not for your job. So when God's priests or prophets, prophetess or whatever the title may be, called, and you're hearing what I'm saying out of the sound of my mouth, you're hearing out of your ears, your ear gates, your eye gates are seeing like, oh my God, she's talking to me. I have to go for it and do. And yes, it will cost you something. It will cost you maybe your job, your economic empowerment. But God will keep you. He'll take care of you if you trust God. You have to trust God. It's a faith walk. All right? Um, So he said now in verse 14, and now thou says, go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here, 
and he he shall slay me. That's my end result. He's going to kill me. Verse 15 says, and Elijah says, and the Lord of hosts lives. As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself, told Elijah to go. So when God is told Elijah what to do, Elijah is going to do what God says. He's not going to say, well, God, you know, I sat here for the past three years, you know, I've been fed by the ravens, and I'm living large, you know, I'm eating every day, you know what I'm saying, you know. No, God said to go. Elijah got up and went, right? So he's telling Obadiah, don't worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing. No, no. He's telling Obadiah that you should not worry because I am not going anywhere. The Spirit of God is not going to take me up and remove me from this place at this time. God has sent me to speak now to you, to the king. Obadiah went and he met Ahab and he told him, and Ahab went and he met Elijah, okay? And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him, Art thou the one that troubled he troubled us. See, there are always people that will say, no, they talk about me. She, she gives us so much trouble. She gives us a headache. Oh, my God. Why is she always talking? <laughs> you know? I am not the one that troubles the nation. It is you that has committed sin that is troubling the nation. All right? I just speak the word of God. And it's so powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It, it, it cuts, and it, 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 if you're in wrong, if you're in sin, you, it's going to penetrate you like a knife. It's going to hurt because you don't, you don't want to stop your sin. You don't want to um, get out of that dark place, that place of oppression, depression, depression, if you lost your mind. You want to stay in that crazy place, that crazy of, place of insanity, right? You, you want to be with all the other people that are doing all this dirt and, and unrighteousness because it feels so good to be there, you know, causing havoc and, and destruction and, you know, more pain. The more pain you can think of, let me, like, really see if this hurts. Let me really hurt them one time. Let me try this other thing that hurts them. Oh, I thought of something. Maybe this will work. Inflicting pain, anguish, agony, and destruction. That's what you're about. When when a man or woman of God comes, they're talking about peace, peace, love, um, long-suffering, you know, chill out. I'm down. Elijah, um, when Elijah showed back up on, so basically, it's like Elijah got his job back uh, of government. So the king came to meet him because that means he's in a position now to speak to the king, and right? So he got his job back. He's going to call you back. See, when, you, when you're about God's business and, and it's at the time it's happening, you will be called back. You will be called back because they know that you're the only one that speaks to God, and God speaks to you and through you. And they know when you speak, you speak righteousness and holiness. You don't flip flop 
you know, you're not of two opinions. You're just talking the truth, direct. And that's why I would say that woman wants to get rid of the Bible. And we, we shouldn't let that petition go through. As children of God, you need to put in the petition because she did a petition. You can do a petition. Get a million people to sign your petition. Keep prayer in school. We want prayer back in school, the Bible back in school. We want government to understand that we need God. <laughs> you can put a petition just like she did. That is really simple. America is ruled by the people, for the people, of the people. And if the people speak, then the government has to listen because they are all elected officials that does what the people want. So if the people are saying, we don't want this, well, another people who want this can say, we want this. So then we go to vote. One side say we don't want it. The other side say we want it. Let's put it to the vote. So then the whole body, will, from the top to the bottom, will vote on this particular. And the vote is done, and so let it be, and so let it be. And all 52 states will abide by that, because united we stand, but divided we will fall flat on our face. Amen? United nations, united kingdom, united states of America. You understand? It's really powerful. You know, when you come together in unity and one, assembling together to make a decision, a sound decision that affects the whole nation, right? Because no one is an island. We're not an island. So let's get back to the story of the Word of God found in First Kings, chapter 18. And we're telling the story, and we find ourselves now where uh, Ahab is speaking to Elijah and asking Elijah a question, have you come to trouble us? He now says, and Elijah's answering, he says, I have not troubled you, but thou and thy father's house, in that we have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and has followed Baal, Baalim. Uh, a sinful way, uh, another God, right, a lesser God than the one true and living God. You know, there's many gods. You know, I, I got, a, I got a, a message from someone, um, a beautiful man. Um, he was an older man. He was a white gentleman. And he, he wrote to me and he texted and I, I, he sent me his photo. So he said, there's so many gods. Which God are you talking about? I said, I'm talking about the one true and living God, okay? God is the only one that's true. He's the only one that's alive, and he's living, and he lives in his people, through his people. He lives through the church, but he lives in each individual that call himself a man or a woman of God, and God speaks to them. So it's a living God, you know? Um, he, he, he's in the elements and, and, and everything that he's created, but, you know, his word is alive, you know, but see, what that woman is doing in, in the Midwest, I don't want to say the wrong state, and they petition, because I, I just, the news report just came across my face really quickly, and I just read it really quickly, so I didn't read it in detail, but what the woman is petitioning, bottom line, is to remove Bible out of cause, um, the Bible said these things would happen. 
right? So there's no new thing under the sun. That's why you have to read the Word of God every day and every night and, and put it in your heart, hide it in your heart and repeat it so you can know. That's why I do what I do, so that our robots will know, our artificial intelligence will know the Word of God, so that someone can read it, download it, and hear audio tape or uh, text it, you know, put it a CD in, you know, whatever they may have. Mm, I mean, really going back to cassette tape, excuse me, I have to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, I, I woke up from sniffling today. And so uh, let me drink my lime juice, my lime and my honey. Oh, my goodness, excuse me. Lemon, lime, water, and honey. And it strips away the mucus and um, bring your body back to the proper pH balance. Then I got to do the salt. I'll do the salt treatment after I finish today's broadcast. It's a steam, water, and salt. Breathe in and dry all of this stuff up. <laughs> so, um, excuse me while I speak here. Now, verse 19, now therefore send and gather to me all of Israel unto Mount Carmel, unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400 of them, which eat at Jezebel's table. So a total of um, 850 prophets, right? A 450 of Baal, right? This is a God that has no um, power. A God has influence, but no power. Cannot outdo the one true and living God. So what, what Elijah is, is making a challenge to, to this king, you know, because, see, the king, I told you, was a priest. He, he knows the word of God. He was raised to know it, but he let this woman that he married, Jezebel, to dictate how he's going to run his government, right? And 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 she did not like anything to do with um, God's people. Since she's sitting in the seat of authority as a queen of that day, she is instructing all her 400 priests, right, that worship this Baal, not God, worship an idol, to 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 destroy all of the prophets or anyone that has inkling to say that they're about God's business. They're spies in the land, y'all. And they'll go and tell. They're going to tell it. They're going to tell Jezebel, oh, yeah, this one, yeah, this one, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. they pray all the time. And because the child of God has, they, they pray all the time to God. They seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness in season and out of season when it's popular and when it's not. They just, just, just about that. They just square peg, you know, just really, like, really leaning on the everlasting arm. They don't go outside of God's word. So it's really easy to identify them, you know. So it's only God that will protect the man and woman of God. So anyway, so what Elijah did, he commanded a challenge to Ahab. So you get me all your priests. 
that you've been allowing to corrupt the children of God. And your 450 prophets, priests, and 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 get me Elijah, uh, 400 um, priests that eat at her table. Verse 20 says, So Ahab went unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. So Ahab was now listening to the man or woman of God. Well, this was Elijah was a man. But if I come, if God allow me to go and speak to the leader of this nation, I am going to speak God's word. This is what God says to do. And it's so funny because that's literally my job, to tell the, the head of this nation what God says. Hear them. Amen. Now, verse 21, and Elijah came unto all the people, and he said, how long, how long will ye be between two opinions? You know, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You say yes and then no at the same time. How long are you going to be like that? Because really a person of two, a double-minded man, a double-minded woman, they're unstable in all their ways. You can't be saying yes and no and and know which way to go. You're pulled on both sides. You're torn in between of an opinion. You don't go anywhere. You're just like stuck on stupid. Really, you know, you, you, you can't make a decision. So Elijah is asking the people, how long has thou between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow God. And if Baal, then follow Baal. Um, and the people answer, not a word, because they don't know what to do. They're confused. Follow Lucifer. You want to follow Satan, follow Satan and follow him hard. If you want to follow God, follow God and follow God hard. But don't you can't do Satan and you can't do satanic stuff and 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 religious God stuff at the same time. Not religious, but um, God stuff. Okay, because religious is like a tradition. It's like you know, it's like a, a group of people coming together on a social occasion. Uh, you, you can't do God's work and serve the devil at the same time. You just cannot do it. And and it's so funny because some people, you know, the, the power of God is so much that God, God, man, or woman can take out the enemy of Satan's um, imps and, 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 and so forth. It just, there's no there's no counterattack that they can do, totally eliminate, annihilate, and destroy, right? So what some people, when they look at a, a, a man or a woman of God, one true and living God, and they see the power and the authority that they have, they were like, oh, that's a witch. <laughs> no, they're not a witch. Because Baal, Satan cannot, Satan will not, um, hold on one second, got an incoming call here. You said you wanted to speak um, with me while I'm on the radio, so I'm going to put you on speaker so you can speak. Um, I'm dealing with, um, we have a uh, welcome, Dr. Uh, Seabury. She just came in. We're talking about Elijah on um, um, uh, the um, Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 18. We are at verse number 21. And um, you can interject at any time, Dr. Seabury, because um, I got you on speaker so they'll hear you, your voice. 
So verse 21 says, so Elijah came to the people and he said, how long has thou between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the Lord answered him not, and the, and the people answered him not a word, because they were wrong. Verse 22, and then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I alone, remain a prophet of the Lord. Well, right, right there, Elijah is totally wrong, because he's not the only one that loves God and will stand for God purpose and his word and the work, but he thought he was because he didn't see anybody else, you know, because it's like it's a very, our vocation as, as priests is a very lonely vocation. You don't have a lot of lot of people say, you know, hey, me and my crew, you know, come on, let's, you know, because I went to a court the other day because uh, I'm always in, in front of a judge. I'm always talking to them, right? And like, this is not right. The people are paying too high. 500 a month should be the rent and it should be good or lower. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not right. <laughs> I go right there. Why? Because I'm a priest of God. I got to talk for the people who cannot talk for themselves, right? And so the judge said, well, judgment for the plaintiff. guy won the case, right? And then he said something. And he said, well, we only have one person complaining. I don't know, but there's only one. Well, as a child of God, we are the one. You are the one. You are the one to do what God has called you to do. So it would appear in your mortal eyes and that you're the only one doing what God says to do. Am I right about it? So Elijah took that opinion in verse 22. Then Elijah said unto the people, I, even I alone, remain the prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophet of 450 men. See, Satan, I mean, his crew is like large, the whole host of them. But God says one can chase a thousand demons and two can put 10,000 demons to flight. Two men or women of God or any two coming together, God himself will be the force. And God himself will deal with them because God, it's his battle, is not ours. I'd be like, my hands are off of this one. Go, God. Go, JC. Go, Satan. Go, Jesus. Go. <laughs> it's your birthday. I am not the one to go into battle without God. Amen. So, anyway. Amen. What is the verse again? I'm sorry. I'm on uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, verse number 20. Uh, three now. Yeah, you can read if you when 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 you have your Bible. I'll read this one and then you can do the, the next one. And I'm just explaining it one section at a time. And this is a very long chapter, but it, it it needs explanation so that people can understand what God's word is really talking about. God's word is for today. It's not it's a yesterday story that was written by man, but it's God's word, so it's alive. So when I'm telling you that woman want to take the Bible out of school, well, why don't she just take her kid out of school? Why don't she want to just mess up the whole state? You know, take the Bible out. If nobody petitioned against what she's petitioned, guess what? Bible will be out of school. Oh. The children of God have to make a petition against what she just said. Reverse the curse. 
how you and your offspring, the children, 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 will have to deal with what they put in place. We're a nation of votes, you know, by the people, for the people, of the people. So if someone is going against what God's word is saying and they don't want it for themselves and they want their kid to be in school, well, you want your kid to be in school. It's a free school, right? Public school. Wow. You know, you know, unless if you want to do private with your kid, private school and stuff, hey, you know, if her petition goes through, through the, all the, it has to go through all kinds of system and vote it, right? And we have one senator that will still try to keep it and one congresswoman trying to keep it alive, you know, and, you know, and all of this, but they only can do what the people says. So the majority here in verse 23, it says that Baal's crew is over 450 men, prophets. Verse 23 says, let therefore give us two bullocks, right? And, And let them choose one bullock, okay, for themselves. And, and and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under it. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put it on and, and no fire under it, right? That's, that's the challenge, okay? So a bullock may a cow, you know, like a bull, whatever. They get one bull and I get the other, okay? They get one bull, right? All of Satan's people, all of his crew, they get one Bullock, and I, you know, I'm like the Elijah of today, right? Get one bull, right? We're gonna cut it up. They gonna cut it up, and we're gonna dress it. It's a sacrifice to God, right? Their God and my God, right? And then no fire will be under it. No fire. It's just gonna put it up there, mount it. And who does that? Who cooks meat without fire? <laughs> what Elijah want to see if God be God? Uh huh. Uh, verse 23, uh, I read. Do you want to read verse 24? Are you ready, Dr. Seabury? Dr. Mazi, continue. I'm getting ready for work. I'm oh, ready. okay. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. And, 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 and verse 24 says, And call ye on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord, and God that answers with fire. God is the God that answers with fire. Let him be God. And all the people answer and says, it is well spoken. Yeah, that makes sense. If, 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 if you know, there's no fire and you say your God is going to answer with fire, we'll see if their God will answer with fire, right? So that, that's like an even challenge, you know? Verse number 25 says, Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, choose you, you one block for yourself and dress it first. For ye are many, and call on the name of your gods, but put no fire under. So verse 26, he says, And they took the bullock, which was given them, and they dressed it, and they call on the name of Baal from morning until evening until noon, and said, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice. Now, nor was there anything that answered. And and they leaped upon the altar. They're jumping up and down. Oh, Baal, 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 ah, Baal, Baal. Oh, you know, like Lucifer, Satan, whatever. You know, they call them on their gods, right? 
and verse 27, and it, and, it, and it came to pass at noon, Elijah was, like, so through with them. He's, like, tired. <laughs> he said, okay. All right, Elijah then started to mock. He said, won't you cry louder so that he can hear you? So he said, cry aloud, for he is a god, small g. Either he's talking, could be on the phone, could be sending a text message, could be answering an email, could be on LinkedIn somewhere. (laughs) I mean, he could be anywhere. He's just totally busy right now. Okay? (laughs) Call him louder. And, 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 and he said he could be in pursuit or, or he could be on a long journey or per advance, he, he could be sleeping. I mean, a yeah, night's rest. Uh, you must awaken him. You must be awoken. <laughs> Verse 28, and they started to cry louder, and, and, and they cut themselves. Oh, my God, they took out the scissors and the knives. They started cutting themselves, cutting blood sacrifice, you know. And they started cutting themselves, and after the manner uh, with the knives and the latchets, and until the blood gushed out upon them. Man, they were almost cutting their vein. They're about to cut, commit suicide, man. Verse 29, and it came to pass when midday was past, and they prophesied unto the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any to answer, nor any that regarded. So still all day from, say, 5 o'clock in the morning until 6 o'clock at night, nothing. So verse 30 now, Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, whom, unto whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And when the stones, with the stones he built an altar and the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench out of the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullocks in pieces. And he laid him on the wood and said, flour barrels with water and pour it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he said, do it a second time. But he's like, drench it with water. And, you know, thought he wanted fire. He's just putting water all over it. He's just putting water all over the sacrifice. And then he do it. More barrels of water. Bring more water. <laughs> and they did it the second time. And he said, do it a third time. More water. More water. Water. <laughs> Talk about how good water is for your body. Totally healed. They, you know, you want God to have some more water. <laughs> and they did it a third time. Verse 35. And the water ran round out the altar. And he filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah came near. Okay? All right. So let me make sure I'm live on the air still. I want to make sure. Let me double check this phone system here. 
Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm on the... Okay. Um, verse 36, and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham. Now, see, Elijah now is praying, right? I got to be praying, like, oh, God, oh, Lord, my God, <laughs> our God, the God of the heavens, the God of the heavens of heavens, the God, the first, the last, the beginning, the the end, the Alpha, the Omega, the 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 the, the El Shaddai, the Elohim, the the El Tishkenun, the 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 the, the one true and living God, the, the the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valley, the bright and morning star. Thou art the Alpha, the Omega. You are the the your Jehovah Jah, you Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, thou art our provider, God. You're all that we need, God. Oh God Almighty. Uh huh. Right. So you know, Elijah's calling on the name of the one true and living God. So he said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and is Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God. And that I am thy servant. See, when when you're a child of God, you you got Holy Ghost boldness. You know, you let you fierce. You let everybody know that I am. I am has sent me. I am that I am God, the God of God. I'm here with you to to, to set you free. Uh huh. To tell you the truth about you. Uh uh-huh. And when I'm pointing to you, I got four fingers. Pointing back at me, so I'm, I'm, it's, 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 it's sharp. It's, 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 it cuts like a knife. I want you to be clean. I need you to be sanctified. I need you to be holy, America, United States of America. Every child, every boy, every girl, every one, whatever you want to call yourself, I want you to be holy in righteousness before God, the God of all gods. I'm serious about it. Serious because I love you that much because God first loves you. I, I as a person, really don't care about anything. <laughs> Not you. I don't care about me. <laughs> self, 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 me. Yeah, what's in it for me? Moi. Yeah? Me. But since God loves you so much, I love you too. You know what I'm saying? God loves America. God loves you where you are in the world, right? So I'm going to tell you what thus says the Lord. So Elijah said in the prayer, he's still praying, show them, Lord God, that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word, not my own word, but God's word. Mm -hmm. Verse 37 says, hear me, O Lord, hear me that this people may know that thou art God. My job is to point everybody to God, period. God, the one true and living God. You love a nation so much. You love a people so much. You're going to point them to God and God only. The FBI, the CIA, the ICE, I don't care. Whoever they are, they need God. The police, the chief of police, the, the, the sheriff. 
everyone needs God. Do you understand? The, from the top, from the president of the United States, needs God to all of his execs and all of his cabinet needs God to all the army, to all the navy, to all the marines, to all the sailors, the soldiers, to the coast guard. Everyone needs God to the post office. The, the post office general, everybody needs God. Every, that's a song. Everybody needs God, period. The one true and living God is to be in righteousness. Yes, all have sinned, sinned and fall short, short of the glory of God. No man is perfect. No one is all that. It's just not. We're human. We're we're. we're Filthy rags. We will sin at the drop of a hat. We will do wrong first before we consider doing something right. Because it feels good to do sin. It just does, y'all. To be righteousness is oh, so boring, man. Oh, my gosh. You're just so boring. <laughs> you know, you ain't got no challenge going on with you. I mean, you ain't, you know, you ain't got no glitch, nothing happening. You wear your hair like all kinky and you don't do no makeup. You just plain Jane. The Tyler God is, is just, some of you know, beautiful. They not like, they not like me, man. Some are just really gorgeous people, man. I'm telling you, they're just really like, wow, look at God's shit. So Elijah is saying here, Verse number 37. Let me, let me read again. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, that thou hast turned their, that thou hast turned their heart again. Then, okay, so in verse 38, it says, then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice. But Elijah, his, 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 his prayer was very short, very brief, from verse 36 to verse 37, two verses. You know, I'll read it again, verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and he said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God of Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. God wants, only God can do it. He will turn this entire nation's heart back to him. And all the nation have to say out of their mouth is, God, forgive me. I have sinned against you. I've done you wrong. Forgive me. Show me the way, God. And God will hear and he'll heal and he'll bless. Immediately the nation is healed. Immediately our peace will become, a peace will just drop like a cloud. I'm serious. God will actually send a cloud down over the entire United States of America, everywhere from, from the morning until night, from midnight all the way to the next day. 
the clouds will just fall down. It's like a peace offering coming in like a, a fog, man, all over the United States of America and, and all its territories. It will be a mist. I'm just saying, so you can see. You know, you know he, he'll do it. You don't have to see anything, but since you and being need to see stuff, he'll use a cloud or something. Or it'll rain. You know, rain. You know, the elements will show the glory of God immediately. And he'll turn the hearts of man unto himself because he loves you. And he don't want you to get hurt by the devil or Satan or all of those different vices and voices and things that are in people wrong, okay? Then the fire of the Lord fell, and it consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell down to their face. Oh, my God, it's a scary thing, right? Think about a thunder and a lightning. So, okay, when God accepted the sacrifice of that prayer, right, he accepted the prayer, I would say a massive thunderstorm happened, like a, 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 a volcano eruption or, or um, what, you know, like one of those crashes of a tsunami in the, in the waves, you know, you hear it, crash, right? You know, this loud noise occurred, right? I mean, you can imagine it, right, you know. Like when I'm in North Carolina, man, the thunder and lightning, it comes right into your house. It's scary, right? Uh-huh. So he, he, he made a thunder, and, and then when lightning strikes from, from the heavens, lightning is like a sharp blade of, uh, of light, like, you know, and it bolts all over the place, you know, it'll be scattering all over the place, right, lightning. And, and if it hits something, it can catch a fire. Right, so the fire of God fell the sacrifice, and it burnt up the sacrifice. The lightning bolt, I would say that 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 would be it. The lightning just burnt up, burnt up the the animal, the the bullock, the bull, the cow, whatever. Right, that was there, that was dressed, and it consumed it. And so you had just like black soot dust, and 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 the wood that was there, it it, it burned that up to char that up, and the stones also were sacrificed. The, the precious stones of all colors, the diamonds and the, the topaz and the emerald and the, um, uh, um, uh, what is it? Oh, my gosh, all of the different stones that from, you know, January to December, all the different stones, the colors of the stones that are there, um, they all got burned up, and the dust. That was around that came from the, the the rock and the stones turning into dust. It consumed the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trenches. All those all those barrels of water was just dried up. All the people saw it. They fell on their face and they said, "The Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God." And let Everybody in America say, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. The Lord, say it in your heart, but say it out loud is even better. Use your vocal cords. God, the God of all. Verse 40, and Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal and kill them. 
We're going to destroy all those things that's trying to do us wrong and trying to steer us the wrong way. Totally just eliminate, annihilate them, lock them up, incarcerate them, whatever. Elijah said, kill them. So let me read what it says. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal and let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon, Kishon, and, and he slew them. Slew them means kill them. Kill them totally. Eliminate. See, Elijah is like one of them generals, man. Okay? He's like a four-star general in the United States Armed Forces of Defense. He took them to a battlefield, and he wiped them out. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat, and eat drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. And I believe if, if America will, will repent of its, their sin right now, there will be abundance of influx, of increase. All debts are paid and settled. There will be so much wealth coming in to America from the left, from the right, the um, left, right, east, west, north, the south, the northeast, the northwest, the north, the southeast, and the southwest, all over the place, man. Funds will be just coming into them. It will be pouring into America. Why? From all nations will be given into the bosoms of America, into America's treasury, into the, the, the Fort Knox and all of that. The, the, the wealth of nations will be coming abundantly given because America has given itself to God. Abundance of rain means wealth, okay? The nation will be healed. The ozone is closed up. Mm-hmm. All the waters now start pulsating. All the trees start, you know, waving like they just don't care, man. And all the rivers will be, you know, beautiful rainfall falls and just all over the place. And Niagara Falls is looking good, everything. From mountains to molehill, everywhere will just be nice and beautiful green and just, wow. Earth, you smell like it's just a new smell of healing the, the earth in America, land from land to sea to shining sea, the land from molehills and mountains, everything will have a different, all of a sudden, a different array, like a xylocone. It's just, it's just a kaleidoscope. It, it just means so beautiful, the rays that just be pleasant to our eyes, to our minds, to our ear gates, to our hearts to our wellness, our wellness, our well-being. The human element will even feel good about itself. So verse 42, Isaiah, uh, we're reading, not Isaiah, First Kings chapter 18, verse 42. So, so, so Ahab went up to eat, and he went to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Karma, and he cast him down upon the earth. He killed that king. He led the people astray. Uh-huh. Let's see what else happened. And he put his face between his knee, and, and he said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. And he went up and he looked and he said, there is nothing. And he said, go again at seven times, seven times. And, and he came and to pass at the seventh time, and he said, behold, uh, there's arise a, a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Uh, uh, and he said, go up 
and say unto Ahab, perhaps thy chariot, um, he said, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heavens was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain and Ahab rode and went to Jezebel and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and he ran before Ahab. So that means he was a runner. Elijah was so powerful. Ahab had chariots, you know, chariots, horses, and he's riding, you know, giddy up and all that, right? Elijah with his slippers and his feet, you know, and his garment, right? He started running and he overtook Ahab in the chariots that was going way before. Uh uh-huh. It says, verse 46, and the hand of the Lord was upon Elijah. So when, when God's hand is upon his prophet or his priest and he put his hand on the child of God, oh, my God, there's more power. It's like the Holy Spirit that we now have. It gives you dutimous power to do what God has called you to do, you know. So he was running, and he girded up his loins, he tied his belt, you know, and he ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezebel. He wanted to tell Jezebel the story. Now, it's going to continue in Chapter 19, but we're going to stop right here. We've been on the broadcast almost two hours. Um, it's one hour and, and 54 minutes. We've been on the broadcast a very long time, and I don't want to continue um, to, to keep you and, and everything. I want you to just, just think of what we're talking about today. May the Lord truly bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. And you know what? I forgot to talk about the mole thing. <laughs> Let me just end with that, okay? Um, there's there's going to be a part three. But the mole, to remove the mole from your body naturally, I do not recommend surgery, but if you want to go see your medical doctor and you want to do surgery and let them cut on you, it will return, period, because it, they cannot go down to the root. But you have a, a thing called garlic, and you got to be very careful with garlic. Now, already on, in part one, how to remove mold from your skin, I talked about that. You know, you, you, you know, have banana, and I told you about aloe, and aloe will, aloe will get rid of everything, I'm telling you. But garlic is so powerful. It's fierce. It'll, but you cannot. you got to be very – you have to put, like, okay, I have a mold right here. Okay, you'd have to put something around to protect that skin area where there's no mold, okay, before you put the garlic onto the mold, you know. I'm not going to remove my mold. I like my mold. Nothing's wrong with my mold. <laughs> but anyway, you, you, you'd hide and protect that outer skin first, and then you put just a little drop of garlic on that spot. But garlic's going to go in and it's going to just remove and extract that mold. You know, you do that a couple of times, you know, twice a day, three times, four times, however many times you want, but always protect that skin. Remember I talked about how powerful your skin is. You have to baby your skin and take care of your skin. It's the most vital organ that protects the whole body. So you got to take care of it. You know, you got to really, really start considering what you're doing to the skin. Put some moisturizer. I, I talked talk, talk to you earlier. You use your vitamin E. I showed you exactly what I do. 400 IU, via vitamin E, told you to put cold water. When you wake up in the morning, 
wake you up. I mean, just wake you up. If you weren't awake, cold water on your face, wake you up. Cold water in the shower. You know, when when a man gets um really excited, they always say, go take a cold shower, calm him down. A cold shower will just ignite every single circulation from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. The cold water, put the aloe on there, put the aloe on the mold. You know, you got banana. Put that. I told you how to make that. But now today we're talking about just the garlic. Put the garlic on that on that mold, that spot that you want to remove. And over time, it's going to be gone, and it won't leave an indention, and you'll have the pure skin of your complexion. Amen? And without any surgery being done to your skin. Now, these things have not been proven or tested or anything like that. I understand that. But I'm sure if you try it, please consult your medical doctor before you do anything that's natural, natural herbal remedies by the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia, Karen Smith, Abrams, Almasi. If you're allergic to garlic, do not put it on your face, okay? Because you will break out like crazy. <laughs> if you're allergic to anything that's natural, you could be allergic to honey. You could be allergic to straw, strawberries. Some people are allergic to stuff. If you're allergic to something that we talk about on the natural herbal remedies, don't use those or apply those things to your skin. You know, I'm not saying it's common sense, but if you're allergic to something, you know, don't do it. Don't use it, okay? All right. So let us pray. Father God, we thank you, people everywhere around the world. Bless them as they go forward. Give them increase, Lord God, as they move, Lord God, in the way they know how, Lord God, as they prepare to pay all their bills, Lord God. As, as much as they can, but let them not stress out, Lord God. Let them not lose their mind because they can't make ends meet. Let them just do the little that they can with what they have and so they can live again for another day. Bless them, Lord God. Bless the families and the children and the children's children to come. Lord God, we thank you, Father, for all our youth, Lord God. I pray for those in school, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that those have the power, which is the people, to, to make petitions, to come against something that is evil that they don't want done. If they don't say anything, that which is petition will become the law of the land. We pray, Lord God, for all our government from the top all the way to the bottom, from the lowest ranking all the way back to the top. We thank you, Father, for every family, every household. We thank you. We praise you. We bless you. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the word of God, that we can read it, Lord God, for ourselves, Lord God, Lord God, that we can write the vision and make it plain on tablets, Lord God, for ourselves, to be inspired by your word, to be encouraged by your word, to see how your word applies to us today in the land of the living in the 21st century. Today is June the 15th, 2023. I am the Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith. Abrams Almasi coming to you live from the United States of America on the East Coast, coast, mighty coast, amen, of America, the greatest coast in the world. (laughs) God bless you. I love you guys. Love everyone in America, black, white. I love my enemies even more than my friends. My enemies keep me in check. Love you guys. I pray for all my enemies that God will keep you keep you sound mind and, and that will be well with you. Yeah, I want you to have a good day today, my enemies. But I love my friends 
I don't have many friends, actually, but I love everyone, actually. Um, and I give tough love, but I come with no apologies if I say something to you that hurts your feelings. It's a good thing because you can correct. And please check me. If I do something that's out of order and out of the way, please text me, email me at mkspcg1 at gmail.com or text me on my number or whatever you need to do. to Just put me in right standings because trust me, I don't want God to jack me up. Because you know what? There's a lot of people that say, Lord, Lord, and at the end of the day, end of time, God's going to say, I don't know who you are. Get out of my house. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Go out in the outer darkness. Many pastors, many priests, many lay people, many bishops and, and, and those of the assemblies of God and archbishops and um, prophets, all of them was going to find themselves in hell with, with Lucifer in them because they didn't know God. They didn't care for the people of God. And that's all God cares about is his people, his children, everywhere. And it's not just an Israel thing. Understand that. But some people got it twisted. I saw somebody, it was the 75th uh, anniversary of Israel, right? And someone said they came on the stage, and it was just really, really was perturbing to me because I was really, really, really upset with one, two, few words. We're doing this only because it's just right. What, what is just right? Let me tell you, God is going to protect his people. And the lost tribe of Israel is everywhere in the world, every color, every flag, every country, every nation, huh, belongs to God, y'all. Yeah. So I don't know. They're getting it twisted. But I thank God for the celebration. But the only if the children of God continue to worship him and praise him and bless his holy name and do right by the people, will God allow them to stand? Because God, he's not any respecter of people. God will destroy them that is not doing right by him. Trust me and trust God. But we thank God for all people. We thank God for all people. We thank God for our enemies. We really thank God for our enemies because they keep us in check that we will stand on the word of God, stand on his promise. And we will not, as a people, be enslaved to anyone that does not want to do God's word. No one, no no nation, no, not, not, not one of our states will say, we don't want the Bible in our schools. Not one of our states will do that because you've already seen the devastation these past 50 years when we took prayer out of school and what has happened to our children. The children don't even know which way they're going, which way is loose. They don't have any instruction, nor do they respect anyone. And you think if you take the Bible out, it's going to be better? Oh, Lordy, praise. Oh, Lordy, Miss Waddy. All right. This is the Archbishop. I have spoken. <laughs> and I'm just one opinion. I got one vote. Amen. And I vote for the, the Bible to be in school. And I vote for prayer to be back in school. I, I pray that um, we'll do this. And that's right. You know, I mean, pray to God that you want to pray for. I mean, you know, whatever, you know. You know, your imam, you want to pray 10, 10 times a day? Fine, go ahead with your bad self. Just pray to God, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Christian, we, this nation was founded on religious belief, freedom of religion. To, to be able, you said amen. Thank you so much, um, Dr. Seabury. It was founded on 
you know, getting away from tyranny for one king, you know, monarch nonsense. We didn't want that. And we, we, we fought for the, the freedom. To... Amen? Oh, I got 90 seconds to go. Wow, I got three more minutes. Yeah, three more minutes. I love you. What do you got to say, Dr. Seabury? You, you've been listening. You're summing up, please. Amen and amen and God bless. Yes, in agreement. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's Thank it. God for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> using you to bring forth the word in reference to Elijah. Yes, amen. 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 Okay, let me just write it out. It was First Kings, chapter eighteen, in its entirety. All right. Love you guys. Love you so much. Um. Wow. I don't know. Let me see if I can uh, do a song. That I don't know. Let's see if I can get someone else on the line calling in. Um, the Archbishop is calling in. Let me um, finish the broadcast really quick with the song. Let's see how we do this. We go to it. Hold it. Ten seconds. Love talking.
going to say good night, um, good morning, good afternoon, and good night to those. Oh, and I want to also thank those from India that wrote to me and from Uganda. And um, Sarah Leone has wrote to me, Pakistan. I thank God for you all. And an, another country that I never heard a name, and I, I didn't write it down um, to, to repeat their name, but Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. May God bless you all, and have a great day in the Lord today. Have a great day, Dr. Seabury. It's going to be a great day for you today. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for the word. Yeah, thank you for being with me today. I appreciate you so very much. God bless. God bless.